It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, I'm Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous, the accent français. French. I, I want to open the show answering a question I got on my private DM because my Instagram is at Real Simon Marcel. And I got this, this question about where can I find everything about you show? So you go to the rendezvousshow.com where you can find, you know, all my podcast episodes from La Confession, where the truth always comes out. And all our links to all our social media is on there, the rendezvousshow.com. Now, if you want to ask me a question tonight, call me, 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me about your relationship, dial in, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Ashley. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Ashley. What's going on? How can I help you tonight? Okay, so um, my boyfriend and I, we've been dating for about three years. Mm-hmm. And I love him very much. And the other week he asked me if I'd like to live together. Um, and I really, really would. But the problem is, uh, a couple months ago, he got a Rottweiler puppy. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, I'm not a dog person, but this, this dog is very crazy, wild, chews things up. And if I live with my boyfriend, I don't want my shoes always getting chewed up but I also don't want him to have to get rid of his dog because he'd resent me, you know, forever. Well, the thing is, and that's a real dilemma, because what is more important to you, that the dog bite the shoes and goes crazy, but you live with your boyfriend and, you know, you continue building on what you built for the last three years, or it's more important that you protect your shoes or whatever things you want to protect from that silly doggy. And and then uh, not continue with your boyfriend. Which which one is more important? I definitely can buy more shoes, so I definitely want to keep building uh, okay. my relationship. I'm just scared maybe the dog will get bigger, and if he's not going to train it, it's going to be terrorizing our house guests and just a real pain, well, and we'll fight well, about it all the time. But that's a good conversation to have in terms of, uh, of training the dog. I mean, I think that uh, everybody, most people... If the dog is, is too crazy, you get some, some wonderful trainers that can make things easier, right? So I would not That's give true. up on the relationship of somebody you love very much. Uh, I would find a compromise with my boyfriend and say, listen, here's what's going on with the dog. He's unruly. He's a bit silly. He's crazy. So how about we make the compromise that we train the dog together with a professional trainer and then the dog will be your best friend, actually, because I love dogs. So I think that <laughs> I can get the fact that it's a bit crazy because... I've had baby German Shepherds many, many times, so they go crazy. But okay. after a while, if they train, then it's it's very nice. And so I I would do I would do that. I would talk to him, find a compromise, and not give up on a good man for any pair of shoes yeah. ever. Okay. Yes, right. I can do that because I really want to live with him. He's a great guy, so I can do that. That's the good news, Ashley. Thank you so much for your call. I think it's gonna go fine, and and I wish you a good night. Thank you, Simon. Good night. Now, I'm going to go help somebody who just sent me an email, and her and her boyfriend have a little disagreement about the holidays. So let's get to it next. If you have a question for me but can't call in, just send me an email with your question at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, what's going on with Diane tonight? Diane says bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Diane. 
My boyfriend told me that his ex-wife wants him to go to her mom's house in another state with their kids for a week over the holidays and that I'm not invited. This will be our first Christmas together and although I understand that they have kids together, it upsets me that I won't be able to see him at all. Should I make a big deal out of this or just let it go? Oof, Diane, that is a great question. I'm glad you asked me this. So I'm going to answer what I think is the best strategy when you're between a rock and a hard place. Coming up next. How would you feel if your boyfriend told you that his ex wants him to go to her mom's house but in a different state and you're not invited for a week? Would you be okay with that? That's the question Diane sent me. So, Diane, here's my answer. Because you've just been together for a year, because it's your first holiday, because that's his ex-wife you have kids with, because you're not his wife yet or fiancé, I think it's a great observation point to be in. If the guy is really into you, the compromise would be not the whole week, but maybe three days uh, this year with his ex-wife family and then the rest with you, right? Compromise would be nice. If there's no compromise whatsoever, then I would rethink about where he stands in the relationship. But observe where his heart is and go from there. But definitely it's okay for him to go a few days because of his kids. So that's okay. Maybe not the whole week. You call the next door on the rendezvous with your questions at 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. You want to share a personal story that touched your heart? Call me. India, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, India. You have a love story that you want to share with me, right? I do. Go ahead. So, my fiancé and I, we, um, we're very gushy and mushy and we're very lovey on each other. And um, my fiancé's favorite thing to do is every month on the day that's our anniversary. So our, our anniversary is on the 17th. And so every 17th of the month, he does a huge declaration on Facebook and every social media. He sends a bunch of pictures. Oh. He, you know, declares his love. He always on Wednesdays does his, you know, woman crush Wednesdays. I do my man crush Mondays. And we constantly do very dramatic public displays of affection. His favorite thing to do is kind of surprise me at my job about once a month with flowers, and uh, he gives me a little note, and I just feel like he is the biggest hopeless romantic just like myself. We both (laughs) have the favorite movie of The Notebook, and so I guess I just feel so happy that we are doing this, and I never want it to stop, and I don't think he does either, and we're just praying that we both always keep these kind of sparks flying, that we're just, we're that dramatic about our love, and and that's kind of I, my love story. I, and I, no, no, I, I love that. And I just, when you said dramatic, I mean, because how important is it for you to constantly remind each other how much you love each other? Well, for us, it's it's kind of important. We we both discuss that we're types of people who have kind of struggled. Not that we, we know we're attractive people and we've gained some confidence in life, but we kind of grew up a little insecure and we both uh, are wildly um, addicted to compliments, and we need a lot of validation. And mm-hmm. I think that since we both share that, we've kind of made this promise to each other to let's overly, cheesily, gushingly you know, express our love to each other, and that really just helps us both feel loved. Uh, listen, I totally understand, and I, I just think it's great because, like you said, you, know, you need it. You give each other what you each other need, and that's the recipe for a true 
long love story. So, yeah, I'm very, very happy. I'm, I just had to share. I, I, it's, it's, a, it's a good situation. We're very happy. <laughs> Listen, thank you so much. I, I can hear, you know, the, the smile in your voice. So, so, so thank you so much. Thank you, Simon. Talking of social media, I'm interested. How important is it for you that your partner posts a lot of love declaration or a lot of pictures of you guys together on social media? Next on The Rendezvous. How important when you're in a relationship, is it for you that your partner posts a lot of love declaration and pictures of you guys together, you know, like constantly reminding everybody in the world, including you, of course, that they love you. Because my last caller, India, was saying how, you know, she's so happy that her and her boyfriend have very dramatic declarations of how much they love each other. So for you, how important is it and how often? Would you say that, you know, you, you would like something every week or you're more discreet? Some people say, you know, we've been together, we engage, uh, you know, we're married and so we're partners or whatever. And so we don't need that constant reminder. People know, we know, enough with that. And some people like India seems to, it's never enough because they love the constant declaration of love. I just think it's an important part of our communication Let's agree when we are together on how we communicate our love on social media. You've got to have, you know, both agree to that. Now, let me tell you next how I feel about the use of social media in my personal life next. How do you feel when you're in a relationship about your partner constantly posting about you and your partner on social media, right? When you're in a relationship. So, I, actually, I want to put a poll uh, that you can find at therendezvousshow.com because I want to know exactly how you feel about it. You know, do you like that? You don't like that? You need that? You don't need that? We're going to put a poll there. So check it out, therendezvousshow.com. Now, personally, private life is private. I don't post anything, period. Uh, unless I would get married, then yes. But otherwise, maybe it's the French part in me. What's private remains private. And I don't need the whole world to comment on my private life. So I personally totally good with not posting anything at all. And it has always worked out for my partners too. So I think it's a, maybe it's I got lucky or it's just my education that we don't expose our private life constantly on social media. So anyway, that's how I feel. But now it's time for you calls and that's more important than how I feel. So 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me about your relationship... 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Stéphanie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. How can I help you tonight? Well, I have recently started online dating. Okay. Um, I'm on Bumble. Yes. And I'm also a dance teacher. And I found one of my dance students' father. Okay. On Bumble. And he is very cute. And he's been divorced for a long time. And I just don't know if it's okay for me to, like, swipe yes and start talking to him. Okay. Um, what is your fear? Let's say you swipe. What, what, what is your fear? My fear is that um, I don't know that maybe, like, it'll put my student in an awkward position or... Like, what if it doesn't go perfectly, and okay. then I have to keep seeing him? Okay. What's, so that's a good reason not to do it. Now, give me a good reason to do it. Um, he is very nice. He's a good 
father. He's good looking. Um, I really like his daughter. She's a really great kid. Mm-hmm. So that that uh, that that would be great. That are all good reasons to swipe also. But here's the thing. I've been educated by my parents on a credo that says, who doesn't dare, doesn't live. Right? So I would be in favor to dare and swipe. And it doesn't mean everything's going to go well, not well. But it means maybe you guys can go on a date and get to know each other. And you just follow your intuition after that. But I wouldn't want you to miss a chance to meet a great dude by fear of like maybe what if it doesn't work. Because if we live like this, Stephanie, if we live always in the fear of what if, we're not living. And then it's too late. So I would encourage you and invite you to swipe. And let's see what happens. Ooh, okay. Okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. I should totally do it. Do it, Stephanie, and keep me posted, <laughs> all right? I will. I will. Thank you. All right. Best of luck to you, and thank you for calling. I have a question for you about your relationship. Do you think it's more important to be reasonable or daring? Let's talk about that next on The Rendezvous. When it comes to your relationships, are you more the daring type or the reasonable type? Do you live in fear of what can happen and therefore do nothing that can put you in that situation? Or you say, if you don't dare, you don't live. Like my parents used to say, who doesn't dare, doesn't live. I say that because I feel that if we always live in fear of what may happen if we meet somebody on the first date or if we take somebody, we know somebody, we know, whatever the reason is not to go, we miss on a chance at least to get to know someone. And I'm a firm believer now that when the universe has put two people together, whether it's online, whether it's in reality, for those two people to have a chat, just to talk, there is no reason, unless the guy is a crazy guy, obviously, or a crazy person, not to take the chance. And let me share a story about a chance I took years ago and what happened with it next. So here's what happened to me. I was walking the streets of Paris years ago. I see walking kind of far away. I could see charming brunette with a wonderful silhouette. So I said to myself, she's, you know, she's walking ahead of me. I said, either you run and introduce yourself or you let it go. 30 seconds passes. We're still walking, same distance. And I start running. So I run to her. And of course, you know, the French women are very open-minded to that kind of approach. So I said to her, I said, ah, tu es très joli, bonjour. Like, you're very pretty, bonjour. And she, she laughed. She said, ah, bonjour, salut, hi. And I said, is it okay if we have coffee now? She looked at me. She said, I can't do it now. And I said, but I won't, you know, I can't leave unless you give me your phone number. And she did. And we had a wonderful relationship. And I just will remember forever the second where I said to myself, go or not go. So here's my advice. When you feel it, go for it. Nothing wrong can happen when you're polite and respectful. You call the next on the rendezvous. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Angela. Bonjour. Bonjour. You have a love story you want to share with me tonight on the rendezvous, I believe. Yes, and I want to share it because I was always down and out about men, and I just was basically had given up, and then the past year has just been a total dream. So I want to share it to give hope to other women out there. Oh, go ahead. We all, not just women, everybody needs hope and inspiration. Yes. So uh, my friends um, introduced me to 
uh, a guy named Tom. And at first, I really was not into him at all. I was not attracted to him. I just viewed him as a friend. Um, but long story short, he pursued and pursued and was totally resilient. And over the course of time, I was able to see his character. So naturally, I started to develop feelings for him. And since I was a little girl, I've always dreamed of meeting a man who wouldn't necessarily take care of me. I'm a very independent woman, but I've always wanted to travel the world. And we've just been traveling the world together the past year. And we got married a month ago. And we actually had our wedding a total travel theme. So we got married at JFK airport. Uh We literally were exchanged vows right in front of the plane. And it was all themed. Our cake was the shape of different suitcases and Uh, everyone's little placements at their tables were little uh, passports with their names. Mm -hmm. And it was just a total dream. And when we took off at the end of the wedding, we took off in a plane. And we literally just got back from all of our honeymoon travels, which consisted of several different locations. And I know it sounds like make-believe, but it's a true story. And I just want every woman out there to know that it's going to be okay. You know, you have to open your mind a little bit to someone's character, maybe not be so shallow. You know, I always thought I would be with, like, a guy that was 6'2", and this, and that did this for a living, and this, and, you know, sometimes fate just overrules all of that, and I couldn't be happier than well, I've listen, ever been in my life. I, I like that, and congratulations, first of all, on everything. I'm very happy for you guys. And one quick last question. Out of all the destinations you guys went, what is your favorite now? Egypt, and he actually proposed to me in the desert. Very nice. Um, Egypt, wonderful country. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, listen, thank you so much, Angela, for sharing that very beautiful story. Congratulations to both of you, and thanks for your message of hope. Thank you, Simon. Have you ever been attracted to a friend's partner? (laughs) We're going to talk about that next on The Rendezvous. Last question for you on The Rendezvous. And be honest, please. Have you ever been attracted to a friend's partner. <laughs> so actually, I posted that very question on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio, and here are the results. 60% of you said, yes, I have been attracted to a friend's partner, and 40% of you said, nope, never been attracted to a friend's partner, and uh, I'm part of the 60%. What can you say? You know, sometimes your friends have a very attractive uh, partner. Nothing wrong to look at, as long as you don't engage anything inappropriate or reach out i think it's okay that's my last opinion for tonight thank you so much for tuning in to the rendezvous very much thank you and i wish you a very peaceful night bonsoir the rendezvous with simon marcel